Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Lift Her Up podcast. Happy New Year to you. I am so excited to get into this conversation today about confidence and confidence killers. And I'm so excited to, to welcome you to our second season of the Lift Her Up podcast. We have so much in store and we are starting this season out with a bang okay because obviously i am not in my regular recording space (laughs) and i am not alone (laughs) (laughs) took the words out my mouth but i have the pleasure of being joined with a very special guest my very first podcast guest and he is not just a pastor but he is the best pastor Okay, and he just happens to be my pastor. All right, so welcome okay. to <laughs> the Lifter Up podcast, oh, Pastor Bruce Robinson oh, Jr. I am, I am so glad to, no shade, finally be here. Oh my gosh, um, I'm just grateful that God saw fit to throw me in season two. I was waiting on a season one invite, but I guess it didn't meet the criteria. But God be free. Now I'm joking. I'm joking, Teresa. I am very excited to be here. Um, I have been watching this god thing evolve and bloom and blossom and um man it's just the beginning oh man i'm excited glad to be here i don't know if i said that thank you so much yeah when the lord was like get into interviews i was like i cannot start doing these interviews and pass to not be the okay. first one on my list. <laughs> I'm glad you know. Those who know him, I will okay. never live it down. Never. Right? Never. Could not. Never ever. E- even in heaven, I'd be like, hey, you remember on earth <laughs> when you didn't bring me on your. Oh, yeah, I still remember. Listen, better late than never. First that, season, come on. we was figuring out some things. That's I had right. to make oh, sure that great. I had the confidence to do it by myself. Wow. And now I'm here. That's such a powerful word. Yes. Wow. Now I'm here. We're here. Doing it with guests. My so, God. Thank you so much for being here. And for I sure. want to say thank you to you and Lady A for allowing me and the team to utilize your space oh. and your home because y'all didn't have to say for yes. For you, never a problem. Y'all didn't have to say yes. <laughs> Yes, so we're just going to get right on into it. We were talking confidence and confidence killers today, and I'm so excited to talk about it. Um, So when I first told you about the topic a couple weeks ago, I asked you to be on the pod. Sure. You had this look on your face like, (laughs) oh, really? Like, we talk about that. Were you surprised that I had this topic or that I chose this topic for today? Um, Yes. All the above. All the above. Uh, I um I think um I think this. I think that you have a tendency to ask the right questions for your personal growth without making the question about you. Mm. Right. So I'm excited to be able to share what I've learned about confidence and and I and I just pray that you embody this this show. Amen. Amen. That's the goal. So I didn't sure. tell you, but Secrets. this <laughs> this year, my theme for Lift Her Up is confidence and courage. Oh, man. Wow. So uh, the Lord gave me those words sometime last year. So oh. each month I'm tackling a topic of confidence or courage. And I'm asking different people to join me sure. on the pod who inspire me in those areas and whatever arenas that they're in. And that way I can take gems for myself, people sure. who will add value, not just for me, but for my audience as well. So you are, <laughs> without a doubt, okay, <laughs> the most confident person that I know. Really? Seriously. Wow. Seriously. Thank you, I think. Yes. <laughs> 
I, yes, I, I think that's a that's a compliment for sure. Wow. But that's why I wanted to make sure that I started the year off with you talking about confidence because I was like, who else? Who who else? The king of confidence, huh? The king of confidence and confidence killers, yeah. which the Lord added later. Yeah. Our episode was going to be about something adjacent sure. to confidence. But he was like, I like that. talk about confidence killers with pastor. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to God do told it. you that because yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. I'm a confidence killer assassin. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it today. Okay, I'm ready. So first question I got for okay. you is, were you always like a very confident person? <laughs> <laughs> Even in childhood? Like, yeah. just because like I've known you for years now. You've been my pastor for, oh, Jesus. Four or five? Five, six? We coming up on some, yeah, a long time. A long time. <laughs> a long time. Ain't new to this, true to this. Right, but your confidence and your faith have always <laughs> stood firm as long as I've known you. So have you always carried that with you throughout your life? Ever since I can remember, I've always been very confident about anything I did, which was a blessing and a curse mm. because when it was bad, I was confidently bad. Confidently horrible, confidently a terror. Um, <laughs> I was confident, ignorantly. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think um, yeah, I've been confident. Now I, that's not to say that I don't have not so confident seasons. Mm. I just choose to wear them differently. Okay. Um, I never really understood how a person can have self awareness and disconnect it from confidence. So a lot of my best friends, my closest friends, I only have a couple, maybe two or three, they say that I have this gift of I don't care. And I really I really would like to give that trophy to my mom, really. Mm. She she gave us this 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 mantra of if you want it, you can have it. You're gonna have to work for it. But nobody should be able to deter you or disconnect you from your desired destination. Right. And we and we just embody that right, wrong, or indifferent. I love that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Because for me, I wasn't necessarily like the most confident child, I should say. Like I didn't take a lot of risk. I didn't try a lot of stuff. My life was very cookie cutter like and safe. very safe. Sure. Yes. So and I think a lot of people, especially a lot of women that I come across and I meet in ministry, whatever, have that sort of same issue where we didn't grow up with the confidence. So now that we are trying to tackle our purpose in life and everything that God has for us, assert ourselves <coughs> in different arenas and things like that, it's it's kind of difficult to assert yourself in a way that you've never been able to, to do before so. maybe <laughs> maybe maybe i so I, I think that i think you said something that kind of triggered me you was like safe safe what is safe mm. like safe is safe doesn't give you an opportunity to demonstrate faith it's like say like for me right safe is faith mm. right and faith to me is risky like the outcome is God's will, my part is the investment. Okay. So that's why when I do something, I'm 110 percent in. Like God told me to do it. <laughs> like I don't. Like I don't know if you're a coach. I'm sure. But I'm sure you do. Mm -hmm. There was one season of our church life that we had desk in the sanctuary. Mm. 
Yes, we did. Like desk, desk. I'm talking about schools in session yes, desk. Yes, we did. Right. Get your notebooks. Get your, don't come in here listen. without it. No taking device. Yeah, like what? Like you're here to do what? Not feel good to right. be to live great. So I think whenever you have a conviction, conviction should push you out of the boat, Peter. It should it should cause you to not need to be Jonah, mm. but but be Peter. So don't don't need a person to throw you, throw yourself. And I just feel like wherever I needed to land will be God's will. Mm. That's safe what is that that's yeah. safe as lane yeah that was that was for me all right thank Sorry. you can you uh, keep my edges intact on today <laughs> okay like, we're coming for all lovely listen, today i know you my pastor but we not you're not in I'm the sorry. pulpit I'm and sorry. i'm not I'm in sorry. one of those brown or gray chairs okay i'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. Okay. amen <laughs> but thank you for that no, so no um next question do you think there is a formula for confidence yeah god plus Faith. Pim Doss me. Okay. 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 Um, times participation. Mm. Equal equals to is that a question again? Is there a formula for confidence? Yeah. I think God plus faith times your investment equals the outcome that gives you confidence. Mm. You know, it's like the whole thing, if God be for me, who can be against me? Like, as long as God is in the equation, why aren't you confident? And mm. I, well, I, I feel like now you're even triggering me to say where there's a lack of confidence, there's a lack of the presence of God or an understanding of all that mm. Jehovah is. He's already covenantly and contractually bound to be everything. So it's almost like we put God in a limit in a place where he's limitless. And you said that. <laughs> and that reminds me of what we were talking about before we started filming. And we were talking about me being a pessimist about myself, right? I didn't say that about you, Trees. He said it about me, y'all. He said it. He said it about me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yes. Um, but it's almost like a lack of faith for myself. Like other people, mm. the I have faith for other people, but I don't have it for myself. Yes, you do. Sorry, go ahead. So they contribute to one another. So I just wanted to. Well, well I mean, can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. How? How do you have faith? Like, how do you like you know like you know like. When we started this show, like you gave me this whole resume that I was like, "Wow, who's she talking about?" You know, her great pastor, such and such. So, for me, I'm a failure if I don't produce greatness. Okay, let's wrap it up and um, keep it rolling. <laughs> so, so again, like, what has disconnected you from your confidence in yourself? Killers. Oh, don't get me started. I can. Duh. Killers. Kill the thing that kills the dream. We're going to get into that. Okay. In a, in a okay. Few I'm going to hold tight. I'm going to hold what I got. Ooh, hold it in the room. Yes, I got it. Okay. Okay. Let's think about some things, okay? okay? You're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> my God. So is there something that you do that grows your confidence oh, or helps man. you to maintain it? That is a beautiful question. Yes. I try things I don't think I can do. 
That's scary. You keep saying that. For me, safe is scary. I don't live by my own power or might. So if I'm not giving God a chance to operate through my life, he's bored. And if he's bored, then surely I'm bored. Mm. And if I'm bored, then I can't be blessed. Can't be bored and blessed? No. No. What's that? No. No, not really. I mean... The, the challenge is, as someone always say, God will let you live on whatever level you settle for. Yes. And I, y'all are not succeeding because y'all are settling for the safe instead of jumping into the deep and walking on water or sleeping on lions. I'm going to let that breathe. <laughs> <For me. laughs> yeah, I'm going to let that breathe. Uh, yeah, like, what? Don't don't die full. Mm-hmm. Die empty. Yeah, like pain. Pain is pain hurts, but he heals hurt. And I think I, most people are are afraid of falls and failures because of the shame. Again, I don't care. I failed a lot. Yeah, I've fallen short a lot. I have. I've fallen in front of people. They've laughed. They've mocked. But. At the end of the day, fruit has a way of uh, shutting people up. Amen. And again, we don't live for people. We live to impact people, mm-hmm. but we don't live for the uh, approval of people, for the improvement of, but not the approval. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Thank we you. live for the improvement of people, but not the approval of people. Yeah. I like that nugget. I like that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So you're talking about your own journey, right? Mm-hmm. You've had seasons of not being confident and yeah. everything like that. So you are a pastor and you are a prophet, which are two <laughs> very high callings to God sure. in his kingdom, right? And I've watched you again. You've been my pastor for years. So I've seen you preach at this point. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of sermons i've seen you prophesy the same amount of times to different people individually um corporately whatever and the 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 accuracy that you have like i know it comes with practice and everything like that but have you always been confident in your ministry gifts okay this is gonna sound very strange Mm -hmm. yes right i've always been sure of my calling because I heard the voice when I answered the phone. Oh, am I going to cry? No. It's a safe space. You can. Not on camera. This is not. <laughs> y'all go to. It's not cry. I, I think. I think. When I get afraid, mm-hmm. I remember what he said. I remember our conversation, and I told him, "If you ever left me, I'm done." Because what you're asking me to do, I cannot do. Only you can. Mm-hmm. He was like, as long as you obedient and as long as you are submitted and as long as I don't got to scream or I've got to part my lips, as long as your ear is always right here, we good. Mm-hmm. And I'm confident because of my proximity to his presence. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the, only, that's the only way I walk into a room knowing... Yeah, God finna flip this room upside down. Mm. I'm just I'm just a spokesman, really. And God chooses to speak through me loud because I love him loud. 
Mm. I'm about to shot myself on this thing. Can we turn the camera off? I want to shot. <laughs> so you would say your confidence is also tied to intimacy with God. The only way. The only way. If I don't feel him, I'm not saying nothing. Mm. I don't. I gotta, you know, I gotta hear him a few times before I say anything. Yeah, you always yeah. say that. Yeah, you, like you wait three times. Three times. Before you release a prophecy. Three yeah. times. I need it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that nugget. Um, and are there have there been times where you haven't been confident though <laughs> while prophesying or while pastoring, or even I mean you're Every musically week. gifted too. So if I, um, I okay, all right. So so my fear is more so reverential. Mm. Not like, oh, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. It's almost like my fear is my thorn that keeps me humble. Mm. <clears throat> right? Okay. And here's the truth. If I did not have the Holy Ghost, I would be an arrogant individual. Because I know what I can accomplish with my natural ability. Mm. I know that naturally I'm more talented, gifted than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm, more, I'm, like, I'm more intelligent than a lot of people. Right, but God also gave me a speech impediment, which was like, "Slow down, okay, <laughs> all right, buddy. Yes, you are intelligent, yeah, you are gifted, but let me give you something that keeps you needing me." Mm. So, you know, we talk yeah. about it often. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I'm, 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 I'm cool with it, and I, and I think every, my biggest fear is that I walk into our church and nobody's there. Mm. Every I dread the walk from the office into the sanctuary every week. Mm. I'm just like, well, ain't nobody gonna be there today. I know it. I know my time is up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk in and it's like, Room God, they came back. Yes. Oh God. And then some. And I'm so grateful mm-hmm. every time because I know a couple people that he could have used that probably be better suited for this job. I don't think so. I'm just glad he chose me. Hey, Amen. I'm glad he did too. I'm glad he did too. Like I said, the best pastor, and I mean that. I mean that. Okay, I'm back. Frank Lucas is back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So you mentioned Jonah earlier. Mm. That's why I was like, we gotta mm. step off, step okay. off the gas real quick, okay. all right? Because I had a question sure. that kind of reared into that. Sure. But there are a lot of people who, when they get called, they run from God. Or they choose to like hide from him, whatever the case may be, just deny, ignore, whatever, because they feel the call is too big for them. So what would you say to the person that is running from their call because they lack the confidence to fulfill it Um, or they feel like they can't maintain like they can't maintain the confidence to complete the call? There's a two sided. There's a nice version Mm -hmm. and there's a. Pastor Bruce version. Okay. Answer. I want both. Okay. The first, the first answer, the first question answer is all the same is, how productive is it running from an omnipresent God? Because he's everywhere. I mean, you, you in the closet, he talking about, (laughs) you decide to live this life of sin to run from your calling, and he he in the strip club with you, like. (laughs) On the pole talking about, I'm still calling you. <laughs> Rahab, like, are you kidding me? Like, mm, like he, mm. your lifestyle choice does not disconnect the call of God on your life. Let me say that again. I wish I remembered. <laughs> your lifestyle choices do not disconnect you from the call of God on your life. Mm. So in the natural, 
well, you know, like when you hear a phone ring, if you take it out of the wall, the phone stops ringing. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, it don't work like that. You can take the plug out of the wall, div- divinely, that phone's still going to ring. Yeah. So you answering it, at some point you should get agitated by, by phone ringing. Oh my God. At some point. And then when you, when you answer the phone, God has a divine way of giving you peace in the past down. Jesus. Can you ask another question? Because I'm about to fall out. Anyway. I felt bad because. Is there any ushers on the floor? Listen. Like, <laughs> I just want to stand by. No. <laughs> no, I felt bad because I think I witnessed that in my own life. Yeah. Like anything I do pretty much, especially this platform. Sure. I feel anxiety up until the moment where I have to perform. Right. And then it's like, oh, all right. It's not so bad. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I have to remember that. Every time I do this, I conquered it the last time. You know, like, um, I kind of, I wrote this in my book. I'm going to talk about the book later on a different episode. (laughs) But the the, the book is coming. But Mm. I I talk about fear in one of Mm. the chapters. And fear is always wrapped up in, I can't conquer what's on the other side of my mountain. Or like, it's going to destroy me once I get to the other side. So that's what fear is trying to do is to prevents us from getting to the other side um but once we get there we realize it really didn't destroy us we actually made it through so i just want to say what you what, what like what how i interpreted what you just said mm-hmm. winds are not set up to destroy you they're set up to develop you mm. for the next mountain i would like to be the first purchaser of this book by the way <laughs> it's covered we got news covered up soon we really do is it done? It's done. The book is done? The book is done. Where is that? Listen, it's okay. coming. All right. To be announced. Okay. okay let's go. It's coming soon. Right, it's coming soon. But that brings us to our subtopic confidence killers. Okay. So, this, you said you the the assassin. Wow, wow. So, let's talk about it. How do you define a confidence killer? A confidence killer is anything that tells you you cannot do what you've been assigned and created to do. Oh my God. So that can be a, a noun. It's a noun. It's a person, place, thing, idea. Ooh. Who are we assassinating first? Who are we assassinating first? That's what I'm trying to figure out. So, all the people you have pastored, counseled, worked with, all your avenues, being a thought leader, all the things, what are the biggest contributors or what are the biggest oh confidence God. killers that you've seen? The only ones that matter to me are these three. Oh, okay, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna recant my statement. Okay, somebody's so sensitive. Um, let let me redress my statement. I think that there are three things that are game changing. Number one, self awareness. Mm. Number two, bad theology. Oh. And number three, past failures. Okay, number one, <laughs> self awareness. Bless that out. Okay. Tracy, you are a woman. Mm-hmm. Right? You're confident in the fact that you're a woman. I am. Ain't no question about that. You're yeah. a woman. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you have traits that confirm the fact that you're a woman. Yes. You are not a woman. You are a giraffe. <laughs> you are a gecko. Not a gecko. You are not a woman. Right? The way that you just laughed at me 
is how you should laugh at everything that says you can't. What clearly you are. Oh my God. That's Russia. I'm sorry. I'm back. <clears throat> but instead of laughing, people consider the, uh, the opposite of the obvious. Oh Lord. I'm not old. Oh Lord. What, if, what am I then? Like, when you are aware of what's obvious mm-hmm. and what cannot be changed or transformed, why are you considering a suggestion that's contradictory to what you know to be true? Or why don't you know it to be true when it's been true all along? Read me then. All right. I'm so sorry. Bad theology. Oh, my God. Women can't preach. Don't get me to go. Women can't wear pants. I hate that. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's so, contextually, when the Apostle Paul was, for example, what you know what I mean? Like when the Apostle Paul was talking about uh, men, women don't wear anything pertaining to a man. All of them were wearing robes. All of them had dresses. Mm-hmm. So that's why they make women's pants. But again, he was talking to a specific people about a certain thing. Right. So again, when you take one conversation, if I'm talking to my kids, if I'm saying, hey, Dylan, be quiet, you wouldn't be quiet, but why? <laughs> why? Right. Why? Because I'm not Dylan. And yeah. I'm not talking to you. Right. So again, bad theology forces people to say, well, because it's in the Bible, this applies to me. Mm-hmm. This is why Second Timothy said that you got to study short to prove so that you may be able to rightly divide the word of truth. I will not answer to what is not to me. That don't apply to me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. But, but you got to fall in love with the Bible to know what applies to you and what does not. So bad theology is a confidence killer because there are women <laughs> with transformative gifts mm-hmm. that can take a church from three members mm-hmm. to 3,000 members, mm-hmm. but this dogmatic, ignorant, biblically illiterate a uh, male chauvinistic preacher wants to minimize women. That's why you're a church mom. Because they usher, they <laughs> greet, they cook your chicken after you preach. Oh, my God. But they can't preach a sermon. Oh, my God. Make it make sense. So the first woman to carry the gospel were the Marys. Amen. So did. The fullness of it. He said, go tell the disciples. He ain't here no more. Listen. What? No. It's a, I'm tender about that. Because one of the greatest preachers that I, I've ever encountered was my mama. Yeah, she's amazing. She's a great preacher. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hands down, the voice of conviction. Listen. So you you telling me her fruit, me, is not, that's ignorant. Um, my last question is, it's kind of personal. I feel like this one was the most personal one that I had because I feel like some people had stolen some confidence from me. And so I wanted to ask, how do you regain confidence when you've lost it or when you feel as if it's been robbed by someone or something? Will you allow me an opportunity to give you another narrative of that? Absolutely. People can't rob what you have to give them. There you go again. 
Lord, I hope they invite me back. Like, you ended like that. You ended like that. Yeah, okay. I, I think I think this. I think I think we got to take the finger and point the finger back at you. Mm. The, the bigger question is, why was there not criteria in place before you allowed them so close to your confidence? And I think this. It's hard for us to put criteria on people we have relational exchanges with. Yeah. Especially ones like when we, when it's just like somebody that's very close to our, like, you know, a close family member, mm-hmm. you know, or a friend that's been there when you were down and out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you allow those people an opportunity or a proximity to be able to influence how you feel about yourself. I've learned to n- not do that because if that person's having a bad day, then. I'm allowing a child mm. or somebody that's not mature enough to have an opportunity to reshape something they should. That's it's tough because what it does is it makes you cold in some areas. Yeah. Um, and it makes you savage in some areas where most people are not. And I think that's that's been another one of my 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 differences is <laughs> I don't care about a lot of things most people care about. <laughs> I know that to be true. <laughs> it's like, why are you so bent out of shape about this? Mm. You know, people, they keep talking about me. I'm still waiting to see the problem. Mm. Like, they, like, are they impacting your health, mm. your finances, your soul? Then... You're giving them life by using your lifeline, your words mm-hmm. to, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Go Judas yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll i let you dig your own grave by putting your mouth on me. Because the Bible says, touch not my anointing, do my prophet yeah. no harm. And according to Jeremiah, all of us have prophetic ability. Watch how you talk about me because our Father who are in heaven, he don't like it. Listen, you don't play about me. I wouldn't and, say that. And he'll deal with you. <laughs> and he will. Because he's a just God. And he will, period. The Lord don't play about me. Yeah. Thank you so much for Go that. Go get it. Like, you don't want what, what you've given away. You need to rebuild what you have. Ooh. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Oh, God. I really didn't even know how I said that. Oh I'm telling you that. God jumped at me. I swear, when I, said, when I said it, I said, oh, no. <laughs> the Lord take yourself, too. My God, that was good. Rebuild it. You don't want it, the old. I don't want it back. No, because I don't know what you did to it. I don't want it back. It was probably, it was faulty anyway. If it was If it was able to be taken. Yeah. I don't don't need it. Yeah, that wasn't true. Yeah. That was faulty. Oh, my God. Well, Pastor, do you have any (laughs) last words that you want to, wisdom that you want to pour to the people in regards to confidence, confidence killers in their calling? The way to kill confidence killers is by placing your confidence in a Christ that's consistent. That's so good. <laughs> so even when you're not, he still is. My God. Let's turn the camera off. Let's just Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for that. That that was a blessing. This whole exchange and interview has been a blessing. Season two, you you kicked it off. Okay. You kicked it off. And I will be back.
I just booked myself. Pastor Bruce, the recurring guest on the Lifter Up podcast. Yeah, if you got right. a problem with it, consult God. <laughs> and I pray he give you bad confidence. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being thank here all for again. Me. Of course, we are definitely probably going to have you back. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. To get ready. our schedule situated. Let's do it. Um, but thank you for being here again. Thank you for me, yes, Tracy. for your seal of approval. And you guys, this was an amazing episode. Yeah. So that means you need to go subscribe, share it with a friend, make sure you like. I need five stars on across all the platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you can get your podcast. Thumbs that video up on YouTube, all the things, because this was an amazing conversation. And somebody needs to hear this, okay? I'm about so, to hijack it. I'm about to hijack it. Oh my my, my hijacking spirit is here. <laughs> what? If you're looking for a church home. No, 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 no. <laughs> but if you are, the shit home is a great one. What I will say is if, if you want to hear more insight about mm. confidence, put your questions inside of the thread and Trees will get you some answers. I'm telling you because we want to make sure that this is not only impressionable, but it's impactful. So if you have any questions, no matter when you are hearing this about how to rebuild kingdom confidence, mm-hmm. holler at Trees and we'll get you some answers and I'm trying to find ways to insert myself back into the process. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for that, though, Pastor. <laughs> no, for sure. So glad to be here, Trish. Yes. Thank you.